0: Hello, this is For the Record, a new series of conversations among the Archival Studies faculty of the University of the Philippines School of Library and Information Studies. In each episode, we look at issues and experiences with records in our everyday life. This is a very special episode as we celebrate International Archives Day. I'm Bono Algado, and with me are my fellow full-time and faculty members. We have with us our Dean, Professor Mary Grace Golfo, Barcelona. Say hi. hi. Uh, Professor Ayra Ben-Rostro Hey. Professor Jonathan Isip. Hello. Our part-time faculties, um, the Archivist for the Department of Foreign Affairs, Smarthin Julius Paris. Hello. And we're uh, very lucky uh, to have one of the pioneering archivists in the Philippines, uh, former director, now retired, uh, of the Congressional Library Bureau and former president of the Society of Filipino Archivists, Ma'am Emma Ray. Hi, Ma'am Emma. Hello. <laughs> So, it's nice to see uh, our full-time and part-time faculty members. Yung iba, hindi po nakasama. But hopefully, they're watching and, and celebrating with us. So, again, I would just want to greet everyone and a happy International Archives Day. So, hello. Okay, happy International, International, Archives International Archives Day. Day. Okay. <laughs> So, um, ano nga ba yung International Archives Day? Or I guess, officially, it's now called International Archives Week, and why do we celebrate it? Um, maybe Dean M.G. can talk more about it.
1: Actually, the International Archives Day started in uh, 2009. I think that was the first celebration, but it was um, launched in 2007 during the Annual General Meeting ng International Council on Archives. Because they feel that uh, the perception of the public uh, or the image of the archives uh, is foggy and clear to the public. think that pang history lang just archives or kung records manito, lang dun sa institution that the records were created for. So Father feel the executive board during that time. tapat oh, mayroon din tayong International Archives Day uh, to promote the profession about the archives. So they decided to launch the Archives International Archives Day in 2007 and bakit June 9 ang napili nila? Because that was the day when uh, International Council on Archives was created under the auspices of UNESCO. Ayun. Ayun po yung, yung ng International Archives Day. Right.
0: Thanks, thanks, Dean. I actually didn't know. I was about to ask, bakit nga ba siya, uh, June 9, uh, si Um So it's in celebration of, of the establishment of, of ICA. And okay. following that, we, this special um, episode of For the Record, ang goal natin is to promote archives and the profession at large. Um, have a conversation between all of us, um, uh, archivists and archival studies scholars and educators at different stages of our career, and um, and to you know to exchange uh, ideas and experiences and reflections about um, the 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 profession in our community at large. So in line with the uh, celebration, every year my theme masinreset si ICA. And this year's theme is called um, "Empowering Knowledge Societies." Um, Pangyinco lang si Martin. Alam ko may trans, may official translation tayo ng International Archives Day in Filipino. Meren po mga meren Ah uh,
2: yes, uh, I try to. Try. Actually, I, there is no translation talaga, uh, but I try to translate it in a way na maintindihan ng lahat. So. The International Archives Week uh, this year is is about empowering knowledge societies in Filipino. It can be translated as pagpapalakas ng malipuna ng kaalaman. So masyadong malalim pa rin yung translation. At ng mga viewers at um, we understand knowledge society as a community of people with the ability to face information and to develop a reflective co- competence relating to multiple aspects of information and that is according to a particular time and space. And with this ability to establish connection with other knowledge and use it every day. So examples of Knowledge Society would be those communities that rely on knowledge in the creation and uh, in the use of knowledge like communities, organizations, or institutions. So um, specifically, yung, sub, yung sub-themes po ng ating International Archives Week theme for this year includes artificial intelligence, digital preservation, emerging technologies, sustainable knowledge, trust and evidence. So napakalawak na scope po ng theme natin ngayon.
0: Right. Uh, thanks a lot, Sir Martin. There's a lot to unpack in sa theme. Na yon and maybe future episodes of For the Records can go through um, each of those themes and discuss them in detail. Uh, for this special episode, uh, simply lang, but at the same time, uh, malalim ang gusto natin mangyare. Uh, which is really promote the profession um, and and promote the archives and the needs of the archives uh, by exchanging, as I mentioned earlier, our experiences. And I guess the best way to start this is to uh, respond to the call of of ICA in this year's celebration by using the hashtag, an archive is. So, ang gusto ko muna natin lahat ng ating uh, guests participants for. Uh, a special episode to fill in the sentence, an archive is, or in Filipino, ang sinupan ay. Um, So let's start with, who wants to start?
1: (laughs) (laughs) An archive is community memory.
0: Ah, Okay, community memory. Nice. Um, Ma'am Ira? Wala nang explanation, direct lang tayo.
3: Medyo may lang <laughs> ako, but yeah. So hashtag and is an open democratic space where um, different visions are realized in creating a just society for the future.
0: Yeah. So pahaba ng pahaba ang ating <laughs> pahaba nang pahaba ang ating sentence. But may my connect right from like community memory and then Ma'am Ira expands it into like community memory and yet may tunggalian na nangyayari dito sa sa nagiging community memories siya basically. Um Nathan
4: Maiksiin uli natin So an archives is inclusive and crosses boundaries.
0: Right, and then so the goal, 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 goal. Natin yan, is to have inclusive archives that crosses boundaries. Even though archives in general are bound <laughs> in in different ways, shapes, and forms. Um, Martin.
2: Okay, an archive is our link to the past and our key to the future.
0: Oh, it's yeah. <laughs> a. Uh, tweet na ma- ma- makikita ng, uh, ng followers ng at UPSLIS uh, throughout this International Archives Week. And uh, mom Emma? Mm-hmm.
5: Archives are authentic recordings of social activities of mankind and they are part of the world's cultural heritage.
0: Ayan, mic drop. <laughs> so as we can see here, based on what we heard from um, all six <laughs> um, but we can see that 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 uh that archive um is is defined, engaged with, uh perceived and conceptualized uh, differently, diverse at multiple um, engagements at understanding that in archives. Um and I think a big part of that is our individual experiences as well as as archivists. So um kokonti lang po uh, kaming mga archivists sa uh, Pilipinas kaya naman um halos magkakakilala kaming lahat and we have built uh this very strong ties uh, with each other but at the same time usually when people ask me they found out na parang ay archivist ka bo, bono. Um, they usually ask me a number of questions like one is like ano ba talaga yung ng archivist right uh, but the, more even more interesting question is the question that goes what made you become an archivist? Um, and what is like one's professional journey? So Sagura, so we can start with that. Uh see si emma bilang uh, pioneer ng archiving profession <laughs> <sama> pioneers <laughs> <laughs> ng archiving profession. Ba? Parang sabi namin. In uh in mom emma's shoulders, uh, we proudly stand on. Um, yeah. So, what made you become an archivist po? How would you tell us your your professional journey?
5: Siyempre, tulad ng marami siguro yung hindi planado, no? Uh, Nakasabay ko lang si Mrs. Montesa, Teresa Montesa, sabi niya mag-apply ka sa Congress, no? So, my first job as an archivist was in 1989. Tagal na, no? Sa House of Representatives, no? Congress was relatively new, kabubukas lang 1989, 1987 yung ano no uh, Congress no. So kailangan ano no ayusin ng records no. The records were uh as old as 1907 mga ganun. Na Pag oh. no? nag-GC kasi ng government in lalagay sa National Archives, tapos nung binuksan yung Congress, ibinalik na naman sa amin. So, track track yun na dumating. No? So, kailangan ayusin yun. No? Uh, nung una, as librarians, meron kang duda sa sarili mo. Ar- tama na ba yung ginagawa mo? <laughs> but uh, the thing is, kung librarian ka, napaka-natural yung organization sa atene, no, so naka-ano kami dono, naka-kumbugas sa ano, naka-lampas kami don. and then uh, after that, meron mga dumating ng mga trainings, like uh, actually my first training in archives administration was uh, given by paarl, no? Kapusang sumunod dun, yung si ano no si Doctor Gracie, State Archivist of Texas nagbigay na ng, ng ano ng training sa amin And then uh, dumating na yung mga international and local training so dun kami na mold as archivist unlike yung kayo ngayon na merong school the School of Library and Information Studies na offer na ng class, formal classes.
0: Oh, yeah. well, thanks, Mom Emma. So one of the key things that uh, I'm sharing na Mom Emma is this idea that happens stands in necessity, right? Like a lot of us, uh, it's not as if we we grew up thinking I'm going to be an archivist. Uh, <laughs> out of um, out of uh, happenstance, we chance upon this particular profession, and out out of necessity. Uh, before I ask other people to share about their experiences, um, sino pa dito yung parang out of happenstance na naging na naging archivist what 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 is the circumstances that you stumbled upon and uh, this 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 in this profession?
1: Um yeah. Halos pareha nung kay Ma'am Emma eh. I became a records officer because I was a librarian. Ayan. So yun yung, yung aking naging ticket to enter yung archives, records management and archives profession. So naghahanap yung isang government corporation ng kanyang records officer. And isa sa requirement nila is for a librarian. A licensed librarian, (laughs) dapat lisensyado. Bakit? Because sabi nga ni Ma'am Emma, kilala tayong mga librarians na uh, magaling mag-organize ng information. And another requirement nila nun, I remember was, uh, meron kang six hours or eight hours of training on organization of records or information. Eh, meron ako nun with ASLP dahil naging officer ako ng ASLP for a while. Kasama ko sila Mambilin, Bibar, So, yon. Ako ang kasakasama nilang bata na sumusunod sa kanila. So, yung mga training na na nakatulong ng malaki para sa librarians. And yet, I was able to use it as my ticket to get the job as records manager uh, in a government corporation. So, Kung si Ma'am Emma nag-start ng 1989, ako nag-start 1998. Oh, di ba? <laughs> Baligtad. 1998 ko ako nag-start. I worked for 12 years. So and I never regret entering records and archives profession. Yeah. Uh it, it brought me where I am right now.
0: Yeah, thanks. Thanks team MG. And so one of the common things uh between all five of you is that um, you all enter it seems outside from it being an happenstance, but it seems um that most of you entered the profession uh, with an identity as a as a librarian. librarian. Oh, yes. Um, yes, that's true. which which includes uh, Martin, right? Yes, yes. Sir. So after hearing from uh our our, our to senior archivists. Kay, uh, ito naman, Martin, with your uh, relatively shorter career and yet um, very, uh, ano na uh, napaka rich ng experience ni Martin, being one of the key individuals who founded the archives of a national agency. So, Martin, tell us more about um, how you ended up uh, becoming an archivist.
2: Yeah. So, just like yung I'm sorry for ni uh, ma'am Emma sa ni Mam Grace I'm also a librarian by perfect by training so by my education I'm a graduate of the LIS. and then um actually the interest for archives started in college so I took archives elective so maybe that's one of the best uh electives that or maybe one of the best feature ng education ng SLIS to offer um uh, archives as
0: one of the track
2: so, um, just like, uh, wala, sinabi nga po ni Ma'am Emo, wala pa talagang formal education ng archives dito sa Philippines. So that's the nearest, um, course na pwede mong kunin. So hindi talaga, po talaga iniisip na magiging archivist ako. But, um, I just like doing archives. Ayun, yung things that is associated with archives. So after graduation, um, yung first, uh, Job natin ako. Actually, ang hirap mag-apply ng trabaho pagka underboard ka and then uh um, newbie graduate ka. This nila, They are uh, they, they might tell na alis aalis ka rin sa trabaho mo if hindi ka if bago ka lang. So, one of the part-time job na nag-accept po sa akin is a convent archive. So, it's the Santo Domingo convent archive. So, my first professional uh Exposure to the archives world is at the Santo Domingo Convent Archive. So I, I handle church records. Might be a yung experience, but it's enriching and you actually put the theories into practice. Yun yung medianary school when I do that. And then um, after passing the licensure examination, um, I decided to work for a uh, university. But as a librarian. Pero dun pa rin ako dinadala yung inclination ko sa related sa archive, So I ended up handling the rare books collection of the Far Eastern University at a certain point. And then um, I decided to work for the government and uh, landed at the Foreign Service Institute. And um, I at, at the process, I meet some people in the DFA who are trying to establish the DFA archives. And yun yun yung, yung, yung uh, talagang nag-push um, nag, nag, nag akin na mag sa profession. Kasi it's not everyday that you would uh, encounter an organization or uh, these people who are passionate to establish an archives after so long. So even without the uh, permanent status of the job, even without the uh, full benefits of a a job, I decided to grab it because I know there's more uh, things that I can learn from my experience in doing that. So I think that that opportunity opened a lot of doors for me in the archives world, meet a lot of people, and being able to inspire more people to proceed with archives. So important.
0: Grabe experience Martin. You moved from an ecclesiastical archive to an academic archive to a government-state archive. So, uh, would you dare answer the question, which among these type of archives you enjoy working at the most?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think um, being a UP graduate, I enjoyed um, mostly working with government records now. Uh, because I I... Uh, I think I put more reason or more meaning to these records for our individuality or for our identity as a Filipino. So, parang... Kasi I think if you are working in any archives, you're putting the same effort. But if you are working in a government archives, the effort uh, is beyond yourself. It's for the nation. It's for the country. So, parang mayroon sense of fulfillment dun sa pag ng mga
0: archives na ganun. So yun 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 po yan. Ayan, tatak 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 na UP na tatak na UP ang sagot ni Martin. <laughs> like parang what kind of of archivist uh do we actually uh produce or form in in UP? And we we're very proud of of individuals like uh Martin uh, who came from our our um, Informal Archives, so far, Informal Archives uh, program. And now is is one of our part-time faculty members. Na but na Martin na parang one of the key things that he enjoys uh, working at the DFA is the type of record that he um, works on day in and day out. So I guess we can kind of transition towards that. Because uh, a lot of archivists, we are uh, kind of almost define or are, are strongly affiliated with the records that we work with. Um, so then I want to ask, uh, is there any particular record or archival object or collection uh, that you have worked on that is per- personally uh, memorable to you? Um, oh, Nathan? Okay. Is there any particular record or collection that uh, you've processed uh, that stuck with you?
4: Yeah, um, they
0: say you never forget your first. and.
4: I think my memorable collection will be the first collection I processed, process. And I believe that was under your guidance, Bruno. Okay. It was the collection of photographs of a family of actors and actresses. And just seeing those three or so, was it three or four generations of actors and seeing their influence in Philippine film and Philippine cinema, um, will stuck with me, um, looking at how, oh, these people are long dead. Uh, But the memory, the contribution to Philippine cinema and film lives on. And seeing the photographs, seeing um, the behind the the scenes in filming, seeing um, the personal family vacation, seeing how they balance celebrity life and personal life, really shows you the power of records in showing in building identities and showing, showing the formation of a person.
0: Apparently, we can't tell uh, because uh, Nathan and I both have non-disclosure agreement yeah. with, the, with the family. Uh, but uh, yeah, Nathan worked on, um, I think it was like close to 15,000 photographs. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah. They, they pro- uh, what did you do? I mean, like very briefly, what did you do with these 15,000 photographs <laughs> that you worked on? I think in 10 weeks, right? Yeah, um, ten weeks,
4: fifteen thousand. I think it was fifteen thousand four hundred forty or around that number, and we were prepare, We were digitizing them in preparation for the creation of a documentary film about one of the uh, actors in the family.
0: <laughs> yes, so this is Nathan's first project, and not only did um, he process a collection, he was actually uh, credited in the documentary film. <laughs> so you can. <laughs> Except that, except
4: that, my first film credit, and it's not even under my name. I already have a stage name, Jonathan Pasquale. <laughs>
0: so if you look for Jonathan Pasqual, that's actually Nathan Isip, uh, who was part of of, of of making that documentary film possible. Um, how about you, Martin? Like, what is a like an example of a record or a collection that you worked on uh, that? Uh, shaped you as an archivist?
2: Okay. Um, my The collection that I would share is more recently. I mean, your uh, experience with this collection is more recently. Misunderstood by mostly, one of the tasks of an archivist is also to um, collect materials. Collect materials. So aside from processing materials, we do acquisition. So this collection that I'm uh, pertaining to is the Carlos P. Romolo papers that is now housed in the DFA archives. So this collection for me is, uh, is a homecoming. It, it has returned home. So uh, when this record actually was um, shown to us or being uh, presented to us, uh, we discussed that it should, be, it should go back to the DFA archives in para sa akin, iba yung feeling, iba yung pahiramdam na makabalik yung isang archives ng isang institution sa mismong institution for its use. And um, aside from this, um, sa tingin ko, this is also one of the collection that is uh, the most well-preserved collection that we have now in the Philippines both on the personal and official records of the Philippine foreign policy and relation and diplomacy that researchers can refer to in their research. So, malaki talaga yung uh, effecto punya when it comes to utilization ng researchers sa with the collections. Because of this, it is actually this my personal experience in the, dealing with this archive shows me the importance of the uh, of archives informing an identity of the nation and in nation building. Kasi marami siyang uh, naibigay na context and na shed light na, na uh, bagay in certain issues. Kasi the archives contains letters, um, correspondences, um, photos, uh, and news clippings that um, discusses a lot about what is the status of Philippine for innovation during that time.
0: So, Martin, is the collection fully processed yet? Is the, are we all set? Like, finding aid and the whole shebang? Ah uh, yes, po.
2: Um, the good thing about the collection, it was transferred to us in 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 well preserved format. So what we are doing right now is to have a more detailed uh, a more detailed finding aids to assist users in having access to the collection. So it's also digitized. So kulang na lang ng processing ng metadata ng paglalagay sa isang uh, document uh management system or information retrieval system and then it's all set and can be used by our
0: users okay. so from from a collection of a family celebrity to a uh, statesman uh, i wonder ira uh dr bonostro kabab what would be a, a collection that has stuck with you
5: oh uh, yeah hey
3: so I, I've been in this field for 14 years already as a, as a teacher, no? training and teaching students and would-be archivists, and also current archivists, too, how to process their collection, how to physically put order to their collection. So for more than a decade, yun um, yung ginagawa ko eh, tuturo ako paano but when it comes to the most memorable collection that I have processed or yung the experienced ko it's not really about how I physically process them, but it's how I found out the context of this certain collection that's still not in the archives. So, ito yung mga photographs of the freelance journalists um, during the martial period up to the a people power revolution in 1986. So it's part of my um, PhD project, and at first I just wanted to physically process them, but eventually I ended up contextualizing these photographs because I thought that what we've been teaching in the universities or in the archival schools is just all about how to physically process, how to put intellectual order to the the records, how to make them accessible, how to preserve them. But uh, what I realized is that uh, we lack contextualization. It's an area that's under-explored. So, so during the time that I was trying to reconstruct the narratives out of these materials, out, this, out of these photographs that are still not in the archives, I'll got. And I think the the more exciting part of it is not just about the creation of the photos, but, what happened to the subjects of these photos? So I also tried to find, to, to find the, the subjects of these photographs, photos no. and then ask them about their stories. And what I found out is just so fascinating, because um, the, our usual narrative of the survivors is always about the narrative of victimization. But we never asked them, do you want to be identified or to be known as such? So what I found out are really stories and narratives of survival, hope, their own advocacies, post-dictatorship. So and daming mga ganong narratives that are mostly not included in the archival um, description that, we're, that we usually do. And these are still not yet part of the grand narrative about this particular historical era. So that's it. So it's it's very memorable until now. And dun rin. And dito rin siya. And yeah. So 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 much emotion. So much affective going on.
0: So follow up kung I you mentioned na um a keyword that you use is mabigat mabigat yung mabigat yung, <laughs> yung collection. Um, so what did you do to to uh, to cope with or to handle this this heaviness, yung kabigata ng collection na ito?
3: Oh, uh, yeah, um, it takes a lot of emotional intelligence, I guess. <laughs> and uh, when when you this is the thing about about the archivist processing uh, emotionally laden or emotionally um, heavy materials. They, no okay. one ever asks? about how we feel as archivists whenever we process materials like this. So I think we should write something about it. We should write a paper about it. So uh, how how we collect materials and how we deal with the emotional impact. So what I did was um, I tried to distance myself from the collection from time to time because I did oral history interviews and photo elicitation so I show them the photos and then, yeah, can, can you, I, I use it as a trigger so that they can, they can, they can tell, tell me more about the photos, about the context, about the political and social condition upon which these uh, photographs were created. So, and then after that, uh, yeah, I, I, I would usually take some rest and then just continue doing the, the, the processing probably a day or two after so the temporal distance is really important, especially for, for, for those archivists and even those doing historical research. It, it's really important for you to to have some distance from your uh, from your subject or from the collection you're processing.
0: Right now, but right? it's interesting. the uh, experience ni ni um, Ira wherein. You know, a lot of people perceive archival work as uh, seemingly mundane, right? Like we fix papers, um, process them, catalog them, put them on folders, and so on and so forth. But um, your experiences, the the three of you, right? Whether it's the the handling, the emotional weight of of um, a particular record. Or uh, I would assume, in the experience of Martin, figuring out the bureaucracy of how records move from like one institution to another institution, and the people that you have to negotiate and sometimes fight with, right? So that's a totally different skill set. Or in the case of Nathan, like just the immensity of like fifteen thousand photographs, and you having to do the same things, um, process them on one hand over and over again, but at the same time noting that each object, each record is still different from the other, um, really talks about the expanse of archival work, uh, not only in terms of the variety of different archival materials that we contend with, but also the variety of like context and processes and power and infrastructure and skill sets that is necessary. Kind okay, of man, like this this profession is 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 very exciting um, for many. Um and I guess that's that's going to be my 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 next question, uh, Ma'am Emma. Having been in the profession for decades, I know, even though Ma'am Emma Ma'am Emma still teaches and is still racing generations after generations of archivists, and I think um all all three of uh um uh Nathan um. I would assume Dean MG as well. Maybe um, Ira and and Martin were all students of of Mom um, Emma at one time or another. Uh, what made you stick? Like what 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 is what is a what about being an archivist uh, that you enjoy uh, the most? That made you just pursue and and stick to to this profession.
5: Okay. Ah, uh, kasi yung aking napasukan is uh, the House of Representatives. And just like Martin, ang feeling mo yung primi preserve yung records ng bansa, no? Parang you preserve the records for the future generation. Parang ginagawaran chaan mo actually, no? Ah, uh, Repair, uh, finding aids para mapadaling ano no? mapadaling research ng mga susunod ng mga ano generation parang ano eh. perpetuating yung collective memory ng ano ng pansa especially the House of Representatives kano yung feeling mo and maganda naman yung situation ng archives sa House of Representatives because uh, talagang nakasulat sa rules of the house na meron talagang archive So, well placed ang archives sa institution. So, yung support is there. Saka, maganda naman yung opportunities na dumating sa amin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nashare na ni, ni Mama Emma, there's like, there's a I guess there. What's the word for it? There's a there's a gravitas to the work, right? There's something profoundly uh, noble about the archiving profession, specifically if you work for. I guess in this case, if you work for the state that you're talking about, like national patrimony and, and cultural heritage.
5: When I, when I started, when I started with the House of Representatives, ito yung ano eh, yung yung ulit. Tapos yung mga records na kinuha ng National Archives, ibinalik, no? So, track-track yan na dumating. So, na-experience ko yung, ano, no? yung halos apakan mo yung records sa dami pag naghahanap ka. And kailangang ayusin mo, no? So, yun ang naging trabaho namin. Ayusin talaga yung records ng house noong panahon na yun.
0: You know, that's one good... Uh indicator man, man, no? Parang I also experienced uh, when during my first I think it was just my first week at National Film Archives and we we visited a um, facility because they called us up pick up yung mga films <laughs> transfer film archives and we went there it was this open space <laughs> on the top floor and it was just piles and piles of films and then it's a mixture of both um yung sabi ni Iron na bigat kasi na realize mo oy ang tagal na napabayaan anto mga uh, pelikulang ito but at the same time there's a certain sense of excitement na parang, oh i'm going i'm going to organize this i'm going to fix this i'm going to find the living gems um, in this in this you know field of what seems to be rotting celluloid um but the image Katulad sa yung if yung kay Ma'am Emma, yung image of parang trak, trak ng ng document uh, for me that image of like piles and piles of celluloid film are, are image images that I can never take out of my my, my head and my heart as as an archivist. Um, Nisa niyo what, what what about what about the archiving archive profession that made you pursue this so much so that you uh, decided to take um, uh, graduate education, your master's up in in the UK, uh, focusing on on archiving. What made you do the leap and continue in this profession?
4: It's it's really talking about, um, well, for one, it's partly a responsibility, seeing as, as we mentioned, we don't have a structured archival education program here in the Philippines, and I felt responsible um, in part to help in (laughs) forming that program, being a faculty of the school. And at the same time, it's that consideration of heritage. One of the reasons I got into archives and records management in the first place was I originally wanted to do museum studies or curatorial studies, but I have no fine arts talent whatsoever. (laughs) But the reason I wanted to do that was I saw how neglected, not considered. Um, There wasn't that much attention being paid to cultural heritage or to local cultural heritage. And I wanted to help in raising that awareness. Uh, Yeah, it's really all about that formation of our identity as Filipino archivist and seeing what does it mean to archive, not just for us as individuals, but also for the country at large, which is again a product of that UP education.
0: Ang pakinggan talaga yung mga Kasi ang ang lalim ng hugot, Every time pak tin cause it's not as if we're getting paid a lot <laughs> in this profession. But there must be a reason why you're doing this. And it's 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 love for something. It's that sense of mission. Whatever that mission is. Um and, and, articulated differently by 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 all six of us. Um par it will be remiss. To say that everything is is perfect in the archiving world, uh, especially for ours here in the Philippines, wherein one can argue that the profession is relatively young. Um, so the flip side of which then is like, are there any challenging or frustrating thing about being an archivist or uh, about the archives profession locally here in the Philippines? Ira, um, bilang as an educator and you and and uh, someone who um, both engages with archives and archivists but at the same time distancing yourself to properly study it like what are what are these challenges and frustrations that you can see
3: there is a lot actually Mm. well um probably the first one would be well here in the philippines but not not just in the philippines but i think it's a it's a regional or a universal thing there's still um there's still not much awareness about the importance of records and archives and the things that we do and we can do as archivists because until now i mean come on guys people are still thinking that okay you're an archivist you can you can just file it or you i'll just give you like tons of boxes and then you no? Well. Well obviously, we get really excited when we're being presented with boxes and boxes of records like, whoa, it's a wonder then, no. I know that you have that kind of excitement, right? You're seeing uh, old records smelling them, touching them, feeling them. Well, that's fine. But then again, the problem really lies on the, the lack of awareness and lack of support from the problem from the government or from the community itself or even the related communities that uh, we can do this and we can do so much. No? We can do a lot of things other than um, just physically processing old records. So I think that's one of my frustrations. And um, the other one would be um, not really a frustration, but more of a challenge because, again, like what Nathan said, um, there's, um, there's a bit of pressure on our part especially in UP, because we're offering this archival courses, archival studies courses, yet we still do not have a formal education or formal degree for archival studies. So for for many years, I have been receiving questions regarding, oh, when are you going to offer the, a, a separate degree? Or when are you going to offer a PhD? Wow. Okay. And... Uh, I, I couldn't tell them, oh, you know what, when I started teaching, I was the only full-time faculty teaching archival studies. And thanks to mom Emma and to mom Yoli and other practicing and part-time, full-time, uh, part-time faculty members who helped us build the archives track. So, and now I, that's why I am really happy that, to see that we have an increasing number of individuals in our field, who are very much interested to teach, to finally teach this course and to build uh, a separate program for the archival studies. So I think um, having this kind of education, a formal degree, that would help um, raise awareness, uh, so that we can finally cement our position in this society. Like, okay, we we can we can do a lot. Uh, for for our heritage, for our history, for government transparency, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So worse and at the same time I, I, I see them as challenges which we can um I think we can con- we should confront and overcome.
0: Great. You're right and this is why um annual celebrations such as International Archives Day is important, Deba right? Parang. We want uh the general public to have a better understanding of what we do, but it's also like, um, annually sometimes because sometimes archivists we enjoy talking to each other and engaging with each other, but we might not have uh the time or um, what do you call this? Um, just to take a beat and realize na, na that talaga tayo ng the general public. Uh, or we thai lang nagu within our own silos. So technically, the International Archives Day is 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 an advocacy mechanism, not for the profession, but for the general public to understand what the profession is, what our archives are, um, and what is the role of what are the role and value of archives and records in society. But you did mention something, Ira, uh, which is like to be able to address. Um, uh, some of these concerns and some of these frustrations as uh, possible is one possible way is by strengthening and establishing uh, archival education in the philippines um and ma-mada, madalas na pasadahan ng natin ngayong in this particular episode that the uh, background natin ha, tayo ay galing lahat kayo, <laughs> kayo ay graduate ng UPSLIS um, so maybe uh, Dean MG, uh, I know like one of one of the one of the key uh, goals of, of our new Dean, um, si Dean MG upon taking this role uh, a few months ago was to really strengthen the archival education um in the SLIS program. So Dean MG nasa na nga po ba tayo at an yung mga plano natin sa UPSLIS when it comes to archives and records management education.
1: Okay. Yep. Uh, you're right, Bono. Uh, ito yung number one sa listahan ko na dapat na ma-accomplish being an archives a professor in SLIS. So, talagang ito yung ating tututukan ngayon. And, ano na nga ba ang estado ng ating proposed uh, program? Uh, actually po, nasa final stage na. Eh. Konting konting revisions na lang and uh, we'll be ready to present it and Uh, propose it to the executive committee para ma-approve po ito. But of course, it will entail um, a review, uh, several layers of review after we submit it. So hopefully, we can submit it by this year. Um, Based on the discussion natin last year, sa Ilocos, remember when we had this planning uh, session and we identified uh, the um, subjects or courses that we want to be included in the program so we went beyond dun sa traditional courses yung 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 pagtuturo ng mga practices na dapat na matutunan mga skills na dapat matutunan na isang archivist uh we wanted something more sabi nga yung hugot ng taga so ipinasok natin para makita nila yung tatak UP at tatak ng Pilipinas so to be uh to make it more more Filipino, <laughs> sabi nga para makita nila what we have, uh, what what Filipino orchids have in here in our country in the Philippines. So yun po yung gusto natin. Um, and hopefully we can we, we can submit the proposal before the end of this year. And sana sana I'm crossing my fingers, kahit po may COVID, <laughs> may offer natin siya next year
0: next really? year, ma'am. so ang 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 goal ko natin ay uh, ano? ah, uh, August, September, twenty twenty one. Yes, around
1: that time. Yeah.
0: Our first goal. Yes. Hopefully, Ayan.
1: hopefully, <laughs> guys. <laughs> <what happened> <laughs> <din>? <laughs> with your, oh, with your support.
3: <laughs>
0: so, ah, uh, for everyone who's interested at maraming maraming interesado, parang ilang taon na not decades na naghahanap ang mga tao ng. Uh, master's program po ang i-offer natin ma'am mg, MG yes on art. Master's
5: yeah.
3: program
0: oh. and uh po pangalan ng program uh, ma in Archival, Archival studies, studies. Yes. so more information uh, to come in the uh, in the succeeding um, months and nga by next year may offer na natin um and with that Maraming ang interesado na maging archivist. Um, so I guess I just want to ask a few of you, um, what would you say to someone who wants to become an archivist? Um, may mga bago po tayong UPCAT pastors at BLAS pastors. Um, maraming mga, hopefully there will be individuals who are, who, who are listening here, kahit yung mga kasamahan na po nating uh, practicing librarian na, na gustong mag- uh, Mag-expand into new professions. or katin di sila librarian, diba? Parang they're very passionate about uh, film or or history or what have you. Ano po yung pwede natin sa sa kanila? Uh, what would you say to someone who wants to become an archivist? Uh, Martin, youkaw. Malayo, malamig ka na mga junior staff under you. Uh, what, okay. what 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 would you uh, tell people who are interested?
2: Um, I would just encourage them: just be an archivist. Uh, join us in this noble profession and in um, supporting this grand mission of saving for the future generation. Uh, there are more that you can discover throughout the way by being just an archivist. There are a lot of opportunities, challenges, and even discoveries that would uncover that would be uncovered on your way. So join us and discover more. <laughs> And ang
1: pwede <laughs> ganda. pwedeng-pwede.
0: Of course, we'll be remiss if you don't listen and hear the the words of of Mom Emma who has inspired and continues to inspire most of us in the archiving profession. Ma'am Emma, what would you want to say to, what would you say to someone who wants to become an archivist and join us? in Go this lang, sila.
5: Go lang sila, no? Actually, uh, frustration ko din yun eh na kokonti yung sumusunod sa tapak natin no andiyan kayo but uh sa totality kokonti pa lang no at may age, kuminsan may mga sana hindi na ako ang naglelecture niyan o nagtuturo niyan sana somebody na no there are projects na kuminsan natatanggihan ko because wala akong time no but uh yan uh, para sa mga bagong mag kukuha ng archives courses, uh, yung field ay eh, mukhang open pa, ba? Open pa. Ang marami namang institutions, private and ano, government, na narealize na nila yung pagsisinop ng kanilang records. And we know of uh, many graduates sa SBs na nasa archiving or records management ngayon. And we have also graduates na na employ internationally no Nag- meron tayong si basis montesa nagwork sa IMF and we have the the yung religious na archivist ng Vatican etc. No? So, so kumoalan sila ng kurso
0: <laughs> thanks ma'am emma um for the rest ayon na may challenge si mam Emma maghanap na daw tayo nang iba pang faculty <laughs> kakaunti lang po kami. ah uh, but the faculty pro the archival uh, studies program of 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 um, UPASLAAS won't be possible talaga without our very generous uh, part-time faculty who's been there um there were there were times wherein mas outnumber pa ang full-time faculty ng Part. My but my time as Ira lang um <laughs> archives faculty full time archives faculty sa SLIS. So uh yun naman yung commitment ng, ng school um is to serve the profession both in terms of our extension services. <clears throat> if you need consulting services for your archives needs, record management <laughs> needs, feel free to get in touch. We're sure here. At um, at the same time, continue to form and develop a a generation of of. Uh, Filipino archivist, a very specific tatak, uh, what we consider a tatak UP of honor and excellence in service to to country. Um, Dinin, uh, din MG, Mamaira, Nathan, do you want to say anything else before I I close with a a, a short uh, line from you? Know, yeah, I. Yeah.
3: Um, it's it's really difficult to to make this field, this course, sexy, no? <laughs> sexy <laughs> para sa mga younger generations. Because, you know, for the younger generations, they don't care about this thing. They think that this is this field, this course is for old people, no? So, this y- 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 is boring, this is still dusty, this is not exciting at all. But, you know what, guys? This is such a cool profession. It's fun to be an archivist and, do not be afraid to take on the challenge and responsibility to to be to be to be someone who would be a mediator of, of mediator of memories, mediator of history, and something that would build someone who would build something for the future. So, do not be afraid to take on the challenge, take on that responsibility of becoming an artist. So, masaya, and I hope that. Um, um, with this episode, you will be encouraged, or probably many of you there watching are still thinking, what 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 would I like to be when I grow up, no? <laughs> so, So, I hope that you will seriously consider this field, the, the field of archiving.
0: Yeah. So I will I will I will end by uh, reading. Um, An excerpt from one of my favorite uh, pieces, advocacy pieces on the archives, which actually echoes and touches on a number of the things and sentiments that we expressed in this episode. So this is a loose translation of um, John Fleckner, who used to be the the former president of the Society of American Archivists. Um, He gave this, this, this speech during the 54th annual meeting of SAA, back in 1990. Ito po ay isang loose translation in Filipino at aming contribution sa International Archives Week. At ito po ay sentimiento ng uh, UPSLIS Archival Studies Faculty. And it reads, Patuloy kaming namamangha sa kalakha ng ambisyon at responsibilidad ng ating profesyon sa kabila ng kaliitan ng ating bilang. Sabagkat hindi tayo nag-iisa, Katuwang sa pagtugon ng ating mga adhikain ay ang mas malawak na komunidad na siya nating kinabibilangan. Ang ating mga kaalyado ay ang lahat ng nagpupumilit na maunawaan at protektahan ang nakaraan para sa kapakinabangan ng hinaharap. Sa ganitong malawak na pananaw, kasapi natin ng lahat ng mga nagpapanatili ng kultura sa material nitong anyo. Kasamahan din natin ang mga profesyon na patuloy na nagiging tapat sa integridad ng nakaraan sa kanilang interpretasyon nito. Ito ang kagalakang kaakibat ng pagsisinop. Kasabay ng pagkakaroon ng natatanging kasanayan ay ang pakikilahok sa pinakamalalim at pinakamakataong gawain, ang maunawaan at pangalagaan ang nakaraan sa ngalan ng hinaharap. Ito ang aming profesyon. Isang profesyong may paninindigan, bukas palad at magiliw, at may malalim na pagsasamahan. Kami ay umaasang malalampasan ng profesyon ang mga hidwaan, mayakap nito ang lahat na nagmamalasakit sa mga rekord ng kasaysayan, mailarawan natin ng interes ng publiko sa pagpapanatili ng talaan, at madagdagan natin ang pag at suporta ng publiko para sa mga adhikain ito. Inaanyayahan namin kayo, kayong lahat, na makabilang sa propesyong ito, makibahagi sa aming mga adhikain at matuklasan ang kahulugan ng aming mga gawain. Naghihintay sa inyo ang isang komunidad na puno ng pagkikipagkaibigan at kagalakan. Maasa kaming makikilahok kayo sa pagtahak sa landas na ito. Happy International Archives Day to everyone! Uh, thank you again to Nathan Isip, uh, Dean M.G., uh, Dr. Ira Bunrof Kabab, uh, Martin Julius Perez, and the one and only Mom MRA. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Bono Valgado and this has been For the Record. For the Record is brought to you by UPSLIS. Find out more about the school on our website at upslis.info. Thank you for watching. Please don't forget to subscribe our channel for more fun conversations on archives and records. See you soon.